perspective and i know it's been a little while but we back on and popping this week bringing back an old guest justin frazier and we talk about everything and anything that it is to do with nfl talk because week one of the regular season starts in two weeks and we are excited for it before we get into it please like subscribe and leave some comments and don't forget to follow me on my socials at george mike perez on twitter Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at gmikemedia underscore. And then the audio version of the podcast is available on all podcast platforms. So let's get right into it. I hope you guys enjoy. Justin, my boy, how you doing? I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed to be on the show. It's been a while. Yeah, man. It's been <laughs> since Super Bowl, boy. Since yeah. the, <laughs> the Raven Chiefs against the fucking Eagles. <laughs> yeah, if Logan was on here, you know he would have been cracking them jokes already. I can't wait for him to see that part too. <laughs> he's gonna laugh and he's gonna he's gonna send me a message. Be like, yeah. And then he's gonna be like this year too, and I'm gonna look at him like No. I don't know about that. Yeah, y'all have that. group chat every time. You feel me? <laughs> hey, but how's everything, man? It's been a while, like you said. How's everything? everything's blessed bro uh hopefully everything's blessed for you as well yes sir yes sir you know you know me bro always putting in the work and you too always on the grind baby man, that's a fact that's <laughs> yeah. a fact yeah before we get started man i just want to um mention a little something that happened uh during yesterday's preseason games that were a little like started a little a little downfall when it comes to football you know all the excitement and the energy that we get from football and all like that the positive vibes that go on, you know, you and I, we love the the game, just watching it and even playing it, talking about it. But there's things that happen, man, that it just it just really sucks. Like the, this player from the Patriots and the Packers preseason game yesterday, um, that game ended early in the fourth quarter, and it was due to an absurd hit from the du this dude and his teammate that collided, and it caused him to be immobilized and placed on a stretcher and carted off the field. You know, it pretty it sucks, man. It sucks, and he wasn't the only one. The Buccaneers QB John Wolford suffered a neck injury in the second half yesterday during their game against the Jets, and another player that was cut off. Like, bro, just seeing that stuff, man. It's, it's I just want to try to shine a little light on there, man, because like this game is fun to watch and play, like I said. But, bro, like these big time injuries that can happen like that, bro. That it's just pretty scary, bro. It's just intense. Yeah, look. It's, I, obviously, there's several instances we've seen something like that, and it's almost like it's it's sad because you almost get numb to it. Yeah, you know it's such a violent sport, and then kind of when the Demar thing happened last year, I think it like really put things more into perspective of like how how dangerous this game is, and then you see stuff like that happen in the preseason. You don't want to see it happen in any part of the season, but. It's just, it's very scary, obviously, and prayers out to both of them. Yeah, no doubt. Facts, facts. But, like, just going off of that, like, fans got to really 
think about like what really goes on in the field and it's like yeah you see these hits and what happens and you feel bad but during the whole game you're not you're not worried about that you're not caring about that and it's like throughout the whole game that shit happens every damn play there's always at least one dude on the field and i could tell you personally because i played high school ball that there's always one dude on the field that's like, damn, my finger, damn, my shoulder, damn, my leg, my knee, my ankle. Like, it just goes on and on. And it's like, no one ever talks about that. But, like, this this is why the NFL is, like, changing these rules to make it more safe for the players out there. Yeah, for us fans, it sucks because we're like, yo, what are we watching? Like, are we watching flag football or are we watching tackle? You know, we get frustrated. But this is why... Things like this is the reasons why the NFL has to change to make it a safer game for the players and for everybody else around. And, and especially for the kids that are coming up that love to watch the game and they want to play the game. So yeah, They definitely have done better with the rules. And I understand there's been a wave of parents that don't let their kids play or at least definitely don't let them play as early as like Pee Wee, Pop Warner. They may get into it in high school if they do allow them to play. So. Hopefully we don't, I wouldn't say hopefully we don't have many more of these instances only because sadly they're bound to happen in this sport, but just hopefully we find different ways to be more protective of players' heads and necks, heads and necks, and shoot spines, <laughs> everything really, but yeah, facts. without making it touch football either though. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a balance, bro, because, you know, we want to see the game that we love watching since we were kids, since the older generation, since they were kids. You know, we don't want to see that the hits getting lost either. Like, Buddy, I don't know Buddy's name from the Pittsburgh Steelers, that he made an incredible tackle hit on, I think it was a Buccaneers players two weeks ago, either last week or the week before that, that he just came off straight, straight from the edge, clean hit. Right to the right through the numbers, and they gave him a fine for it for like forty seven thousand dollars. Oh, I just seen that too. I, yeah, like right before we started, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's that's insane. Cool. It's insane how the game's moving like that. But the like this is why because of things like this that happen. So prayers out to them, man. Hopefully they're good. Hopefully they um come back. You know, like night. If it's not for the fucking game, at least for just to be. A part of life, you know, normally. But I think I think they're gonna come back. I think they're gonna be straight. And uh, praise out to them and their families for sure. Sir, going off of that, bro. You know, we jump into these NFL talk, man. I know you've been waiting a long time to talk your smack on here, man. But <laughs> before you feel me, you feel me, and don't worry. You know, the season's about to get started. We got like two more weeks left to that Thursday night game. Of the Chiefs and the Lions face off, and we gotta get we gotta get on that pod because you know Nick is gonna be raving about that that first that first game of the season is that his I Lions on? There, bro, I can't <laughs> wait. I haven't talked to Nick in a minute, but I can't wait. Yeah, dude, this is gonna be funny for sure. But right now, the hottest team in the league is obviously the New York Jets. They even got picked to be the Hard Knocks, and I actually just saw the first episode like a few hours ago. Yo, it's crazy how much fandom and how much praise Aaron Rodgers gets. And obviously, we know why, because he's one of the GOATs. But, like, I don't know if you saw it, but it's crazy how much deep they go into that in the first episode. It's hilarious to me. It is. um, But it kind of reminds me. I'm about to share my PTSD with you. It kind of reminds me of last year when the Broncos got Russell Wilson. 
And I was so excited. And yeah. I was like, well, we finally got us a quarterback. He's not Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, I was excited. Yeah, yeah, facts. I understand how the Jets fans feel right now. Yeah, yeah. No, and we're definitely going to get into the Broncos later for sure. But right now, man, the, the Jets are the center of limelight, you know, uh, due to all the uh, signings, trades, and obviously the hard knocks. Aaron Rodgers, he said that he wanted to play for the Jets. It took a little while for the Packers to come through with that. It took like a few months. They actually did a signing trade for him, got a few picks off of him, whatever. Last week, Dalvin Cook signed for a year, $8 million or $9 million, I think it was. And, you know, the Jets were pretty nasty last year. They had a great defense. They had a great receiving core and a running back, a running back core. Offensive line was a little shaky-shaky, but their quarterback situation was nowhere to be found. And now they have one of the GOATs coming to play for the Jets. And yeah. some will say that they're, they were a quarterback away from becoming a Super Bowl contender. What would you say to that? Acquiring Aaron Rodgers and their fans and even fans of the NFL saying that they, they were just a quarterback away. I try not to be like, I try not to hop on the bandwagon right away, but the more and more the offseason is going on, um, I'm sure, George, you've seen. I'm a huge Garrett Wilson fan. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I know what he's about to do. But kind of what kind of sold me on the Jets, and it's been relatively recent, like the last couple of weeks is their defense. Like, that was already there, and we knew that. But then I started thinking, like, they have a top five defense to go with a top ten offense. I don't think it'll be top five offense, but I think it could be a top ten offense. You got Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. Look. I just see him running the other day in camp, so I'm sure he's not too far off from being full go. Like you mentioned, they signed Dalvin. Um, again, they've got Garrett. They brought in Lazard. They, Dalvin's like it starts to be just a tad, but I, if, if Beckton can stay healthy and they got Vera Tucker, then they should be solid. I'm I'm really excited for them just because the Jets present difficulties. Like they're one of the few teams that can only send four and still be able to stop the run. And get to the quarterback. They don't have to do any crazy blitzes. So you can drop cut. You can drop all these guys in the coverage. And you got Sauce and DJ Reed. And then you got Quentin Williams. And he's wreaking havoc as usual. It, I really do think they're. I don't know if you want me to just skip into it, but I think they're the best team in the AFC East. Yeah. Hey, hey we're definitely going to get down that road for sure because I, I, I honestly kind of think the same and I have my own reasonings why. But. Just to touch on base of what you were just saying, listen, listen, let's point out these key players for the Jets right quick. On offense, Aaron Rodgers, of course. Running backs, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, and Michael Carter Jr. is not even that bad either. He could could get like maybe 40 yards a game if they just put him in there. You know what I'm saying? Receivers, Garrett Wilson, Adam Lazard, played with Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, McCall Hardman. Yep. Play with Mahomes, another great quarterback in the league. And um, this guy's name is just skipping my mind right now, but he played with Aaron Rodgers too. Um, Randall Cobb. Brand- Randall Cobb, yes, exactly. Thank you. Those four great receivers right there. And their tight end is not even as bad either. He, he was no, decent not. last year, the first like four weeks, playing with Zach Wilson and um, and Joe Flacco. He was, he, he, was, he was putting up numbers. You know, it wasn't bad. He was in Cincy before that. I believe it's CJ Uzama, if I'm not mistaken. Am I tripping? I oh, I'm talking about. I think CJ Uzama got a a Am knee I, injury. No. Oh, maybe I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I, he did. I missed it. That's my bad. I'm talking Is about. 
Yes, yes, him. Okay. Yeah, he was doing pretty good. He was not as bad, you know. And and he was a rookie, if I'm not mistaken. You might have been. Yeah, might have been. I, I apologize to Conklin because I yeah, sure for don't. sure, for sure. I should, I should know that for sure. But whatever. Right there, the, their main key players on offense. Their offensive line, like I said, was a little shaky. Hopefully, they they came, they come to play this season for Aaron Rodgers and for the rest of their offense. But on defense, like you said, DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner. You got Quinn Williams. You got yeah. CJ Mosley. Like, dude, man. Hey, their defense is just top notch right now, bro. So I think for sure, top five defenses in the league. Offense, I agree with you. Yes, top 10 offense in the league as well. I And honestly, I, they're, he, they're like five and six place for, for me. Honestly, I don't know. Like, it, it's a lot to talk about, but yo. That's a great team right there, man. And it's like how great. you mentioned. How you mentioned. Now in the AFC East, things are a little get a little shaky. So you're gonna yes. take you you're gonna tell me you're gonna take the Jets in the AFC East? When my blog comes out in a couple weeks, it's gonna have the Jets <laughs> number one in the AFC East. Yes. Confident not superb, not super supremely confident, but pretty confident in that. But but tell to tell the fans why. Like it like compare them to the Dolphins, to the Patriots, and to the Bills. Because the Bills, the, over the last few years, they were supposed to be in the Super Bowl and maybe even win one. Yep. What makes me the Bills are the only team I think obviously we've like you said, Super Bowl contenders the last few years. They can they present different challenges too. Tredavious White. Another year removed from his ACL injury, he might return to form. You get Pot, ooh, sorry, you get Poyer and Hyde back. You get Von Miller back eventually. I don't think it'll be week one. Yeah, maybe like mid right. mid season. Right. You got Matt Milano still. They've got some guys. They've got, some, and of course, I don't have to mention Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and I like that they added Dalton Kincaid in the draft, and they added, I believe they added Damian Harris. I think yeah. they added. That. Yeah, they did. And, they did. You know, that's that's a really good team, but what upsets me well no, not upsets me, but it's just like I don't think they really addressed offensive line and that struggled last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they really in my eyes addressed a secondary weapon for Stephon Diggs. I mean Kincaid could be that at tight end, but Gabe Davis was up and down last year and uh although many people thought he'd have a breakout year, me included. So, and they just beat the Bills last year. Um, and they almost beat him twice. <laughs> yeah. With Mike White. And I think it was Mike White twice. I don't know if Zach Wilson played that game. I think Mike White beat him once, and then he played them again in Buffalo, and they almost had him again. I just think – I like the way the Jets' makeup is. You know, it's all like uh, they got that young swagger. They got that – like they don't feel like anybody can mess with them. And I, I really like that. I and mean, you add in somebody like Aaron, who I think will be motivated to bounce back from last season, I think they'll be they'll be uh, better than the Bills this season. Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, bro, <laughs> I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I got the Bills finishing third place, bro. I got Jets first, Dolphins Ooh. second, and Bills third, man. And – I think the Jets and the Dolphins are going to be close. The only thing that I, the reason why I put the Dolphins behind the Jets is their defense on paper looks stacked, but we don't know what they're going to bring during the season. 
And then now Jalen Ramsey goes down, and he probably won't be back until playoffs. Like that's gonna be tough break for them. They gotta rely on the rookie. The that he's showing great potential in uh, training camp that I've heard, but you know in season is different. And then when it comes to their offense, if Tua's not out there, I don't know. Like yeah, Mike White's a good backup quarterback, but. I don't know I, how far is Mike White going to really take you. I think Tua can really take them really far, but how healthy is he going to stay? Uh, you know, like we saw last year, like he got three concussions, only two that were officially reported, but it looked like he had three of them. Of <laughs> like, It looked like he was going down bad. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. You've seen things. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up though. Well, I was just saying, like they're they're a real good team, and I'm a big fan of the Dolphins front seven. Like you got J- Jalen Phillips, you got Bradley Chubb. There's a lot of names on there that people might not know, but if you watch them, you'll see them this year. I'm a huge Javon Holland fan, huge. Yeah, he's but gross. I just have concerns. I don't know if Xavier Howard and I and like you said with Jalen out, I just just don't know if the corners can hold. Enough for what I thought I would have them prior to Jalen getting hurt. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a it's a uphill battle for me when it comes to them to uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. Uh, I w- I really would like to see the Dolphins like do work just because you know home city, my boys out there and uh, make them feel happy and shit. You know what I mean? But dude, like it, it's it's tough for me to like really. Uh, solidify them as a playoff team when the AFC is already deep as is. And then your quarterback is healthy now, but throughout the season, you don't know if he's going to stay healthy. And without him, you saw last year, the Dolphins went downhill without Tua. They put Teddy two gloves in there, and then they put um, uh, Skylar Thompson. And it was like, it, it was shaky, shaky. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I do, I do like the Dolphins on paper, one hundred percent. I think they could, they'll be in close games with every single team this year, and they'll be close to either making the playoffs or being in the hunt for the wild card. So it's gonna be a fun to see for sure. But like, you know, people don't really talk about the Patriots, and with a great coach like Bill Belichick, you think that he could still keep the the. I'm not going to say dynasty alive, but you think he can still keep his, like, winning record above, like, what it normally is? I think. I think so. I think they're better than last year because they got rid of Matt Patricia calling plays. So that was a step forward. Um, they brought in. I like that they drafted Christian Gonzalez. I don't know how he fell to them. So you give Bill a good corner. And they had a couple good cor- rookie corners last year. So. The Patriots secondary is going to be nice. The real preppers is nice. They're going to be a physical defense. It's a it's it's going to be kind of like an old school Patriots team, like the early two thousand Patriots team. Physical secondary. They still got Matt Judon, who is underrated. Yeah, <laughs> big time, big time. And then yeah, they lost Damian Harris, but you still got Stevenson. They just added Zeke. I don't know what Zeke still has left in the tank, but they added Zeke. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think they'll be. I think they'll give like all three of those teams a tough, a tough outing every time. I don't know how many wins they'll. I think they'll have like eight or nine wins this year, just because it's Bill, like you said. But they're going to be a tough out for anybody they play. 
Yeah, and Bill always manages to have a top 10 defense, man. Most years, even top five. But, like, you got you got an average, I would say a little above average offense. Like I think they're going to be maybe, like, 15th, 16th in the league this year. Uh, but their defense is always amazing, bro, always spectacular. And it's, if, like, you give you give Mac Jones the confidence that he needs to put in himself and he starts throwing the rock out there like there's no tomorrow and it's just looking like a second coming of Tom Brady, man, the Patriots can do work, bro, because they got, they got some talent. They don't have the high, like, top three, top five offensive talent in the league, but they got some talent, bro. They could put wins up there. And like I said, with the defense, man, they could do work, man. So it's going to be tough. And that, that division is going to be tough. I think it's one of the toughest divisions in the league. Might be the toughest. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other ones. I I don't think there's any I'm putting above them. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think the, the AFC North, maybe. You know, Ravens. That's, that is tough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that the, is the Steelers. Tough. The Steelers is going to – I think they're going to be a sleeper team this year. I think so, too. I agree with that. Uh, Kenny Pickett is looking raw, raw, dude. <laughs> he actually is. He actually yeah, is. Dude. Yeah, he's starting to rock out there like he does hey, not care. He, he got his coffee through the roof. He does. He definitely does. But, yeah, man. Um, with all the teams that are in the AFC right now, though, that are contenders from last year and even this year on paper, and you know what we've seen, that we, what they can do, the Chiefs, the Chargers, uh, now... You throw in the Jets, the Bills, the Bengals, uh, even the Ravens now, and Lamar's coming back healthy. Hopefully he plays the whole year this time and he doesn't get injured. Uh, but their defense is going to be solid as well, too. Do you think that the Jets have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl with all these teams in their way? Man, the AFC is crazy, George. Oh, <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. I do think so. I think they're the second best team. I think I made a post about it. I think they're the second best team in the AFC in general. A lot of people got on me about that, but it's our job, George, to make predictions. So it's yeah, like that's. I. Uh, I why they? Why they? Why they get on you? What? What were they telling you? They said I was being. I was predicting that too early, and I should have still put the Bills and the Bengals ahead of them, but. It's a prediction. It's what yeah. you want me to say. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Yeah, I think yeah, really yeah. And I mean, I'm really excited because the first week they play Buffalo on Monday night, and that's going to tell all of us a lot about them and where they can really go. But I, to answer your question fully, I do think they can make a run. Yeah, I think yeah. with that, you can always make a run. And then the ability to run the ball with Dalvin and, and Brees, and you got Aaron like running the ball and playing defense automatically in the playoffs is a is a plus to have. Facts. And you add in one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. It's I think it's a recipe for success. Yeah, like we alluded to earlier, bro. They just have so many key playmakers on that team, bro. Offense, defense, special teams, like it does not matter, man. And their coaching. It's not as bad either. Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator, yeah, he didn't do a good job in Denver Broncos, but he did a great job in Green Bay as as an offensive coordinator. I still, his name still brings me pain. (laughs) (laughs) Do you agree with what Sean Payton get? uh, Pivot off this real quick. Do you agree what Sean Payton uh, said about 
the comments that he said about him. It was so to me it was unnecessary, but yeah. it was a bad coaching job. Like it was rough. Yeah. It I mean rough. is that I feel like like just putting it in, in our industry, like if you would go out there, obviously, you know, we're boys. They're probably not boys like that, but we're boys. But if you go out there and you say a prediction or whatever, like how you were saying a little while ago, you put Jets at the second in the AFC. And then I come out and say, oh, I think that was like a bad uh, take and this and that. Like, I, I just think that the way that he went about it in the public was not the way to go about it. Like, you should have just said like something else like quick and, you know, like under the table. I don't know. It, it it was just weird to me. It was weird to me. I'm not here to defend Sean on that one. It was <laughs> it was, that was bad. I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on the episode of Hard Knocks number number one, uh, Aaron Rodgers talks about it. He, he, he was saying that he called. He was saying that Sean Payton was insecure. <laughs> I don't know if Sean is that, but <laughs> I wouldn't be at least if I was Sean Payton. Yeah, it's great coach, great coach. But he said he shouldn't have said that. But going on to the Denver Broncos, you know, like we're alluding to, you got a new head coach, Sean Payton. Before we get into everything else, how are you feeling about him being your new head coach? That's about that's about as bright of a light as I can have. I'm so happy. Uh, sunny skies. You know, the sky is bright blue. The birds are chirping. Every, I'm singing songs, George. Everything is great. I'm singing old school R&B. That's how good I feel. <laughs> Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. I'm singing SWV. I'm singing everything. I'm singing Michael Jackson, Bobby Brown. I'm singing all of it. Love it. Man, I love it. You know, from what we've had from Vic Fangio, Vance Joseph, who ironically is back as our defensive coordinator, to Nathaniel Hackett, it's just been a rough, a rough go of head coaches. And now I feel like we have stability in a Hall of Fame coach, really, if we're being honest. Yeah. And an offensive guru, like people talk about Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan. Before them, the offensive guru was Sean Payton. And hopefully he can fix Russell. Um, I kind of don't want him to, though, because I want to lose every game this year. Wow. Biasly. It sounds horrible to say. It sounds so bad. But why? Why? I want Caleb Williams so bad. Oh, Caleb Williams? Yeah, he's pretty fucking gross. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But, dude, I, I don't know, man. I think uh, Sean Payne is going to go in there and he's just going to give another level of confidence to Russell Wilson. Because I think I don't think Wilson lost his talent. I think what happened was that he went in there last year with a brand new head coach. Like, Nathaniel Hackett became a head coach. Like, that, that he was never that. So it was a brand new title for him and a brand new lead for him, too. And it's different, you know, like, if you really think about it, if you're only coaching the offense, that's one thing. But if you're coaching the whole team and trying to lead these men to fucking victory every single week, it, that's a whole different ballgame, you know? So all of that stress that he probably had, he probably latched it on to Russell Wilson as well. <laughs> and then he wore it and it just had, you know, like, a lot of people think that, the quarterback should take the blame on all the losses or wins and this and that, but it's a team game, bro. It's just at the end of the day, the the start your franchise player is gonna get the 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 sauce, good or bad. Yeah, you got a lot of it last year. <laughs> <Facts>. <laughs> Memes and everything. Bro. 
everything. If I I don't want to hear another "Let's Ride" for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but you getting you getting Javante Williams back? Finally, thank God. Yeah, yeah. What well, you think he's gonna have a a breakout year like he was supposed to last year? But obviously, he had that knee injury took him out. You think I he'll have so. it this year? I hope. I don't know how long. He actually played for the first time yesterday, and he looked decent. I don't know how – you know, as a running back, I don't know how long most running backs take to recover from knee injuries. Like, you know, Adrian Peterson tore his ACL, but he came back and ran for 2,000 yards. That's also Adrian Peterson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that guy's a robot, dude. That guy's a robot. I don't know exactly. I try to, like, keep my expectations, like, like even for Javante, but I do think if he's ready to go, I think we'll have a great year. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, because I think your offense is pretty stacked up as well, man. Like another Jerry Judy. Yeah, I'm yeah. That, I'm Jerry Judy. I think he's gonna be a, a top a top ten fantasy receiver. I don't know about in the league, but I think top ten fantasy receiver because he's gonna run a lot of slants, a lot of screens, a lot of deep balls. He he's a receiver that can do it all. Like you know, you got some receivers that can only do a certain amount of things. He's a receiver that can do it all. I, I'm, he's gonna show some people this year. Well, he showed some people last year, but really this year. Yeah, at the end of the season, he he had like like four or five good weeks. So yeah. hopefully that momentum carries on to off season training cap preseason, and then the regular season is gonna be starting two weeks. Um. So what are your aspirations for the Broncos right now? Where do you think they could they could go? What is their ceiling? Ceiling is a playoff team. Win-wise, if that's what you want me to say, like 11, 10, 11 wins. That's hard to say in the AFC West with the Chiefs and the Chargers. And, you know, like kind of like you mentioned earlier, the AFC as a whole is tough. Yeah. Oh, that's – but I do think it's like a 10, 11 win team as a ceiling. The defense is always great. When you have Simmons, top three safety, Sertan, mm-hmm. in my opinion, the best corner in the league. Um, And then, like you mentioned, the offense has a lot of talent, so – if Sean can keep these guys on track, I do think this is a potential 10 to 11 win team. Yeah, I think they they could be up there. I think um, they're another division that is tough. You got the Super Bowl champs. You got the Chargers, who, who is looking like a Super Bowl contender team, too. You got uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. They just got Jimmy G. And a lot of people don't like Jimmy G, but he has a high winning percentage. does. <laughs> Got to respect that. And uh, their defense is going to be whack, though. That's why yeah. I don't think they're going to win many games. I think they'll be fourth place. But it sucks to say, bro. But I think I think the Broncos get that third place, bro. It's it's an honest truth. <laughs> I've got them in the same place. You can't do nothing. You can't come on here and, you know, lie. <laughs> you tell the truth and a good truth. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, man, it's, it's tough. That, like I said, it's another tough division. So, if they're in another division, maybe second place, first place. But you got the Chiefs in front of them, and and people are saying the Chiefs are not going to be the same. And it's like, bro, they said that last year. So. They said that last year, exactly. <laughs> Come on, man, you got Mahomes as a quarterback. Mahomes, you got Kelsey still, you got Andy Reid. That's all I need to know. And Justin Ross looks like a a menace. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he's he's Routing people up. He's, I just hope he stays healthy. I think I think uh, who's going to have a breakout year is Marquise Valdez. I think that Mahomes and him have, like, clicked a lot. I saw the uh, preseason game of Mahomes playing in the first quarter, 
And he, he, he was just looking for Valdez a lot. I think he threw him three passes and he only caught two or something like that. If you look at the receiving core, all of them are young, I'm pretty sure. Like Tony, Sky, Ross, Rashi. I hope I say his name right. Rashi Rice. Oh, yeah. They're all young, but then there's Valdez Scanling, who's a veteran in the game. And yeah, he had a huge AFC Championship game last year against the Bengals, so yep. maybe they have some type of chemistry that can continue, like you said, to develop throughout this season. Yeah, and, and just like how you said that he's older than every other receiver, that, that gives him a little advantage, not physically, but it gives him a little advantage IQ-wise. And he knows where to put himself in the field. He knows where Mahomes likes to go. He knows when he sees Mahomes doing a certain kind of movement or running out that he knows where to place himself. So if you got that chemistry with your quarterback and your quarterback trusts you, you could have a good season for sure. Absolutely. Well, man. Uh, hopefully, you guys do better than third place. I'm rooting for y'all. You know, I like to. I like to see my my guys happy out there. You know, happy out there while watching football games instead of being like, damn, why the. You want to say you're a real one because I you you you're more happier than I am for this season. <laughs> Just for the Broncos, I'm happy for the season as a whole. But yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. When football's back, bro, you you know already know it's on and popping, baby. Sir, but um. We talk about my Cowboys right quick because I know I saw a tweet from you that you were saying that you wanted to pick the Cowboys as a Super Bowl team. And real quick, I am not going to do that because everybody talks shit on how the Cowboys fans always does that. And it's true. We do. But I'm not one of those fans. And I'm just excited for the season. I'm just going to say that. I'm just excited for the season. But how, how you think? how you think we're looking? Uh, Justin, you you tell them NFL analyst right here. You tell the fans so I won't be biased. I don't even think it'd be biased this year. Like, <laughs> oh, the team is so good. And but what bothers me is, I said it to I said it like just in convos in May. Like I was like, I really think the Cowboys can go to the Super Bowl. The difference between me and George is George is more consistent than me. So <laughs> if George has a take, he's gonna tweet it or TikTok it or in the pod i held it to myself and i was like all right i'm gonna drop it in august nobody's gonna pick the cowboys i'm gonna pick the cowboys next thing you know this person's picking him and that person's picking him and that i'm like what the hell bro like now i don't even want to pick them anymore i'm gonna do it <laughs> but I don't it's like you look at micah i think by the end of the year i think micah's gonna be the best defensive player in football i think aaron donald Number two at at best probably, but Micah is, is his time. Diggs was great last, well, even not great. He was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I'll say good. I wasn't. I won't say great for sure. He wasn't allowing. You know what I'm saying? The yards he was allowing the year before, he was playing much better. You still got you added Gilmore, who's not where he was before, but he's still a very good corner. Um, and there you go. I, I'm a big fan of Curse. I'm mentioning the defense only, but Malik Hooker. Yeah, Malik Hooker, you got it. Brandon Cooks to make that second receiver. You got a deep threat in that. And then you got Gallup back another year off his ACL injury. I like Pollard. Deuce Vaughn's look pretty good for you guys in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's beginning swifty out there. A little Darren Sproles 2.0. And then I believe you're tight end Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ferguson. Yep. I like him too. I don't think if he's Dalton Schultz, but maybe he can be. He's just bigger um, and more, and he'll, he'll block better for sure. Uh, we just got to see his hands. 
And then you know I love me some CD Lamb. That's my oh, guy. Oh yeah, that's my dog, man. Yeah, he's I so just, nice and crisp and Madden, bro. And the new Madden, woo. I'm, you, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna go use y'all after this game. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go see what the. Oh, you gotta add me so we can play. <laughs> I got you. Oh, uh, I don't know how that crossplay stuff works, but you gotta. Tell I got me you. That. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, um, I, the roster is just so deep. Like I'm, I can't wait. I, I really think the Cowboys are better than Philly, but I know a lot of people aren't gonna like that one. So. Yeah, I, I like. I can't even say that we're better than Philly, man, because it's it's the quarterback situation for me, bro. You know how I feel, man. Like that, I like Dak, bro, but I hate Dak under pressure. When he's under pressure, he's a different fucking quarterback, bro, and it just pisses me off so much because it's like, dude, you've been in the league for a while. Your rookie year, you were playing with so much confidence and so much adversity. Uh, over your shoulders and you were still balling out while you were under pressure what really changed i know it's a mental thing when you know you go a little forward and you know uh games start becoming more meaningful the cowboys are always the freaking limelight of the nfl is just how it's always gonna be you're the starting quarterback of that team like i get it i get it it's a lot towards the mind and you get a lot of stressed out but you we we need you to be better under pressure that's what we need <laughs> Like, like we can't say it any other way. When, when, when you're not under pressure, when you're, when you guys are having a great game, everybody's um firing on all cylinders. You guys are good. You guys are winning by like twenty, even thirty sometimes. But when once a little adversity hits, you start sweating at the hands, start <laughs> knee shaking, you start, yep. you start seeing stars. Like, what is going on, bro? And that's the only reason I can't say that the Cowboys are better than the Eagles because I think both teams. Are great. I think our defense is better than theirs, but it's like, like right there. It's like right there. It's like neck and neck. And then when it comes to the quarterback, this is Jalen Hurts, and you can't even see my hand, but this is Dak Prescott. <laughs> the only thing I I don't like is like people try to say Dak isn't a top ten quarterback. Like, like okay, so people take top ten and mean like you have to be like Mahomes. No, you don't have to be like like. George, I'm not gonna lie. To you. I would trade you Dak for Russell Wilson right now. <laughs> I would do that right now. That Dak is actually very good, but like you said, I was like, he just has to be able to separate himself from those clutch moments and be able to come through in those clutch moments. He's a good, accurate quarterback. He's a good B to B plus quarterback. I don't yeah. think people understand the expectations for that. You give Dak an A plus level expectation. That's not fair for what he is. And like you said, it's the limelight of the league. So it's a lot of pressure on Dak. Understandably so, you're the quarterback. But like for to expect him to do a Mahomes sprained ankle-esque performance throughout the playoffs, that's not going to be Dak. What you need is a great roster, which y'all have, and then for him to just do his job. And it seems to be a lot to ask Dak just to do his job when it's the when it means the most. But if you just do your job, this can be a Super Bowl team. And Dak didn't even turn – well, he turned over a lot last year. But in prior years, he wasn't that much – he wasn't a turnover guy, really. Like, that was never really him. Yeah, but last year he did. Last year he last did. Year, sure. Last year, I have no excuse for last year. I'm not even going to defend that. So, so, I just hope – I want him to get back to running. That's what I want him to do. Like, just be more of a mobile quarterback again like he used to be. But the, the ankle injury, bro, I think the ankle injury messed up his mind because I think he's a player – I'm not going to compare him to Ben Simmons, NBA player, but 
because I think I, yeah, because I because I think his mentality is like shot. Hopefully, I've read reports. Sorry, guys, I'm pivoting off the NFL right now, but I read reports that he's in great mental shape and this and that, and I love that for sure. Mm-hmm. I want that for him, and I want that for everybody. But the last few years, he's been in bad mental shape, and it's just like messed up his confidence and his ability to play. And the reason I bring that up is because I think that Dak went to that after the ankle injury with his mobility that you're talking about. That's that's a elite point. I have no. You're probably right. I wish I could ask him. <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> One day we will. One day we will. Um, but. Damn, I, I was going to ask you something else about that, but, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, in the in the the last playoffs, last year and the, the playoffs before that, that we lost in the wild card game, I think both times, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, I, I don't give a crap if you tell me I'm wrong, but I think both of those losses were on him. What are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And it's like, like, dude, like, I get all the jokes, I get all the memes, I get especially the interception ones from last year. But to me, the interceptions is like, yeah, it would, obviously they're they're bad, and it, it, you don't want to have your quarterback to be the top leader in and in, in interceptions. But like how you said before that, he wasn't that type of guy. But my thing is that he was never in that clutch moment zone except for that first year. I felt like that first year he was on and popping, bro. Him and Zeke were like like bro, go at it, go at it, go at it. But then after that it just it just went downhill for me, bro. And that's my only thing with them. The score of the game, I'm like being so serious. Whatever the score of the game was in the in the last playoff game against the 49ers, I think it was like twelve to seventeen or something like that. The fact that y'all were able to hold them that because they were rolling at the time with Brock Purdy, they were scoring thirty about every game with Debo and McCaffrey and Kittle, and you guys literally neutralized them the whole game. All Deck had to do was his job. All you had to do was do your damn job, and you would have went. It wouldn't have even mattered if y'all lost to Philly because you made the NFC Championship game. That you oh, had. I would have been hyped. I would have been hyped. It would have been beautiful. And all I needed, all you needed, all Dallas needed was for this man to do his damn job. And he didn't do his job. So, yeah. hey, you're right. You're hey, right. Hey, hey. Um, talking about the division, move on to the division. Um, I think the commanders are going to be good. They're going to have a good uh, defense. Their offense is going to be questionable because you got Sam Howell starting back there, and we don't know how he's going to do. But you got a star receiver in Terry McLaurin, and you can never count that man out. Uh, The running back situation is decent. Uh, I'll say more than decent. I'll say pretty good with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Um, Like I said, the defense is going to be great, but I think they're going to finish fourth place. Third place Giants. I think the Giants are gonna come out stunning, and it's not. It's not, and it's not gonna be like they're they're like super third place. No, it's gonna be like I think last year. I think it's gonna be like th- those three teams making the playoffs from one division, and maybe yeah, even the Commanders. Who knows? Yeah, the Giants. That's dope. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I, I think the Giants are gonna do where I think Daniel Jones is actually showing like who he really truly is. I think he's an underrated quarterback for sure. 
And then Jaquan Barkley sucks that he couldn't get his uh, full guarantee contract. You know, he only got one year, so we, we got to see how he plays. But I think uh, Dallas and Philly are going to be fighting neck-to-neck all season for that first and second place. I can't really tell you who's going to take first or second. And I'll tell you right now, whoever takes first or second, um, both are going to make the playoffs. I think so. And then I think both either of those teams can make it to the Super Bowl. Because when you look at the rest of the NFC, correct me if I'm wrong, but who, who else do you see? Weak. It's Phil. <laughs> I, all I see outside of those two is the 49ers. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. The 49ers, I'll, for sure. I understand why you could question that. But like that's a really good team, so I can't I can't take them out. They always come up short though when I not when I need them, but when they need to yeah. you know, come through. But in terms of the Commanders, I like you said that like they're uh, I think they're an underrated team. And, you know they got John Dotson. They got uh, they. It seems like we think they have an elite defense every year, but last year they kind of actually lived up to expectations. Hopefully Chase Young can play up to his. Draft position. I think I got it. I think I got a Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, Giants. That's what All I'm of them making the playoffs. You think so? No, I think I, I'm just. That was the order. I think. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The the NFC is hard to predict because, like you said, it's a lot of mid outside of the top three teams. Yeah, yeah, facts. facts. But I still got to take in count. I do. I got the not to switch off from the East, but I got like the Vikings and the Lions making it. It's like that's hard to, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, man, a lot of uh great excitement coming up this NFL season, man. A lot of good teams out there. You don't really know who's that's that. That's the one thing I like about the NFL. You don't really know. I mean, when Tom Brady was in the Patriots, it's like. Yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl, you know. But now it's like, dude, you can't really predict who's gonna make it out there, bro. Who's really gonna be nasty or not? If Mahomes wins this one, I don't care what anybody says. I'm calling him my goat. I don't care. Oh, he's the greatest quarterback to me right now. I feel like that too, George. I really do. Yeah, dude. I really feel like that now. But if you go in there and you beat whatever group of people you beat, because think about it, you're gonna have to run through either Lamar. Or Burrow, or Lawrence, or Herbert, or whoever you name. They're just, it's an elite, like, I believe eight of the top 10 quarterbacks are on the AFC alone. Yeah, yeah. Facts. And if he does that again, he wins the Super Bowl. Bad. <laughs> you feel me? Is that he, he's so versatile. He, his IQ is through the roof. This man barely makes mistakes. He has a Hall of Fame coach on his shoulder. Like, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think he surpasses Tom Brady right now, man. Yeah, he doesn't have the amount of Super Bowl wins that Tom Brady has. But the only argument I could put to that is, well, two arguments. One short argument is that Mahomes is still in the league, still has a long career to go. And then two, Brady has fantastic defenses. In the in the Super Bowl runs that he had, and Mahomes had a fantastic defense. I think his first time. It wasn't those defenses, though. Yeah, no, no, facts, facts. <laughs> it's not like Bill Belichick is out here calling plays for the Chiefs. Exactly, exactly. 
Spot on right there, George. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. Mahomes takes it from me. Uh, people call me crazy delusional, but call us crazy delusional, but he takes it from me already, man. He, he's too good, bro. He's way too good. You know what I say to people that don't do our job and call us crazy delusional? What? Novices. <laughs> I don't even do casual anymore because everybody uses I call them novices. Novices. I like that. I, like I never that. not watching as much sports as me or my boy. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. And, and to to the athletes out there, man, because uh, you know we're not collegiate athletes, we're not pro athletes, but we were high school athletes. We know how to play some of the games that we talk about, and we can't do what these guys do out there. A hundred percent. We we fucking know that. We don't need to hear that shit. But we do know the damn game. And that's why we speak about it, and we give our own opinions about it with factual mm. information behind. So, because yep. <laughs> you know, you know, I hear, oh man, oh, there's just people out here that talk and they don't even know they they haven't even played and this and that. It's like, bro, the know? people that haven't played, I mean, the people that have played, they be saying some outlandish stuff too, though. Yeah, yeah, facts. Kendra Perkins, number one that comes to mind right now. <laughs> I think <of> another one. <laughs> AP is at the top of the list. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely at the top of the list. Yeah, yeah. but don't come with us crazy because we didn't make it to the professional professional leagues. Come on, man. Yeah, it's yeah. coaches that coach that never played, but they can coach. Facts, so facts. We can definitely talking. You know, write about it. Isn't Belichick one of those guys? I believe so. Yeah, yeah I don't think he ever played. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Yeah, man. Well, um. A lot of exciting stuff for sure coming up in this regular season, man. God damn, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be awesome for for us. Hopefully, it's great years for our teams. You know, hopefully we make it far. We go far. Um, but before we get out of here, you got anything else you want to talk about in the NFL? Anything that comes to your mind that we did not speak on? Uh, if not, it's cool because I'm gonna get you back on here anyway. I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask. We're coming back. I'm gonna drop my Super Bowl prediction when I come back on here. Then. Uh, all right, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Uh, that weekend before um, that first game, the Lions and Chiefs, because you know we gotta get Nick on here. We gotta get uh, Logan on here, so we so could uh, me and him could just talk smack about each other's team. Because fuck the or, birds. Or, hey, I need Logan. I know you. I hope you watch this too. Because Logan said some real disrespectful stuff about Dak, and I will never let him live. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you say? What do you say? We were in the Instagram DMs. This man said Dak is the ninth best quarterback in the NFC. I said Logan. Nah, no way. No way, dude. Bro, stop it. No way. He's top five. Like, let's name him now. Jalen Hurts. Okay, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's one. I don't think there's another one I'd take over Dak. Outside, uh, you, maybe you say golf, maybe you say cousins. Nah, fuck golf. <laughs> then you got what? I think Co- I think cousins and Dak are like right there. Like that's reasonable. Yeah. That's reasonable. I need to see a bounce back season. Outside of that, was maybe you take Gino. I'm not taking Gino. I'm taking Dak. Nah, hell no, I'm not taking Gino either. I'm taking Dak over Brock Purdy. To be honest, I'm yeah, taking, me too. I say Stafford, but he was just hurt last year. Let's see how he bounces back. Okay. He, he, you put him off to the side, parentheses. Yep. Uh, <laughs> who else am I missing? Baker Mayfield? Come on, man. Nah, dude. Nah. Come on, Derek man. Carr? Nah. Derek, nah. Desmond Ritter? Desmond Ritter? Desmond? Nah, yeah, nah. 
Daniel Jones was better. Oh, he says Daniel Jones is better than Dak Prescott. Wow, man. Oh, wow. Right now, wow. Maybe later on. Maybe, maybe later on. Because I think he does have a lot of potential. Not a lot. Screenshotting the messages, I'm gonna <laughs> send it to George so he can see the tomfoolery that put he it, made. Put it on that Twitter uh, group chat that we got. When Nick... oh, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> there's, there's no way, bro. There's no uh, way. This guy's tripping, bro. I was he, actually. He I just hates the team so much, man. <laughs> I legitimately sent him all your messages, spazzing. Oh shit, that's freaking hilarious, bro. I just got them. Man, but the Eagles are going to be a tough team, bro. I hate it. I fucking hate I, it. God. It's going to be fun between you guys, though. I can't wait for both of those games. I hope they try to trade for Jalen Hurts, man. Dang. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, man, it's always a pleasure, my dog. You know, week one, a few weeks from now, so two weeks from now, I'll get you back on the pod. But let the people know where they can follow you, man. Listen to your stuff and catch your your articles too. Don't forget about that. You know, let them let them know what's good and popping, man. You can follow me on Instagram at Freezy Sports. You can follow me on Twitter, Sports Freezy. I also write blogs on my personal website, Freezy Sports. It's like dotwix.com. Yeah, dotwix.com. But I also, if you like baseball, I. <laughs> I now work for Bally Sports Midwest, so you can catch me writing for the Cardinals and the Royals. Yes, sir. I run the social media as well. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. Hell yeah, hell yeah, my boy. Guys, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at George Mike Perez, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at GMike Media underscore. The audio version of the podcast is available on all podcast platforms. I have the visual on youtube and i'm trying to put it on rumble man but it's like you gotta have like some sort of way to put it on rumble i'm still working on that it's, it's in the works it's in the works but it's gonna get on there man it's gonna get on adjusting hey george gonna find a way yeah yeah you already know you're justin thank you again man i know I, I know you were tied up today and it took a little while but appreciate you giving me your time and coming on brother because a few weeks from now you're gonna be back on again I already just put it in my calendar, so I'm ready. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I like that. <laughs>